to the $100 MBA show. And today is a Q&A weekend's episode where we answer your question right here on the show. If you have a question you want to ask, just email us at support at businessrepublic.net. Every weekend, every Saturday and Sunday, we answer our listeners' questions. So feel free to send in a question you have. As always, I'm your host, your coach, your teacher, Omar is in home. I'm also the co-founder of The $100 MBA over at 100mba.net. Got a whole bunch of free goodies for you to check out over there. Five free guides to download, a complete full video course on idea validation you can enroll in for free. We want to see you win. We want to see you get started. So check those out over at 100mba.net. Today's question comes from Bill. And Bill asks, how did you know it was time to end your first podcast? So Bill did a little research and he knows a little bit of my backstory. Nicole and I started a podcast before the $100 MBA that we ended. And for a good reason. It was not getting the results we were looking for. And in my personal opinion, it was a failed podcast. So in today's episode, I'll answer Bill's question and explain why we ended the podcast and how did we know it was time to close it down. So let's get into it, guys. Let's get down to business. Today's episode of The $100 MBA Show is sponsored by Acuity Scheduling, our favorite scheduling app. In fact, we use Acuity Scheduling in our business because it's so easy for others to book themselves on our calendar. If somebody wants me to come on their podcast or wants to just schedule a time to chat with me on Skype, it's so easy for them to just click on our QD scheduling link and have access to my calendar to book when I'm available. This is great if you have a service-based business, whether you're a business coach, a photographer, a massage therapist, a hairstylist. And today you can get started for free for 45 days with Acuity Scheduling. Give it a try. No credit card is required. Just go to acuityscheduling.com slash MBA. That's A-C-U-I-T-Y scheduling.com slash MBA. So Nicole and I started a podcast, our first podcast. It was called People Who Know Their Stuff. And the word stuff was actually another word, but you can guess what it is. The show was an interview podcast. Nicole and I would interview entrepreneurs in our space, and that was our podcast. It was weekly at first, and then we decided to do it daily, and we would insert different episodes where we would have discussions, and that was the format of the show. Now, Bill's question is, how did I know it was time to end the podcast? Well, first of all, we gave the show a really good shot. We actually had 46 episodes, so we did it for almost like six months because we only went daily towards the end. It was part of our efforts to give it all we got. And I have to say, in the process, it was interesting. I learned about podcasting. I learned about the different entrepreneurs we interviewed. I made some really good relationships, some that I have now that are very close relationships. But as a podcast, in my books, it wasn't successful. It wasn't reaching the audience I wanted. And it wasn't getting the amount of traction that I was expecting or what I expected for myself. Now, everybody has a different metric for success. And for us, We started a podcast because we wanted to be able to add value to as many people as possible. We did it really to grow our audience. We had no thought of like, let's monetize it. Let's get sponsors on the show. In fact, the $100 MBA show didn't have a sponsor on it for the first 100 episodes or so. So the reason why I started podcasting was really to generate an audience, to help people out, to build a relationship. And our first podcast was not doing that, wasn't reaching enough people. And that does mean, yes, our download numbers were just not impressive. 
We weren't ranking anywhere in the top whatever list on any kind of podcast directory. And we had a few good days during New and Noteworthy, which is the first eight weeks of your podcast, and iTunes really gives you some exposure. But once that was over, we were gone. And we really tried our best, and we really tried our hardest to really, really make the show successful. But it wasn't working. And Nicole and I realized that. And we knew it was time to end it because we saw a trend. We saw the trend of the show going down. The engagement was going down. We weren't reaching more people. We weren't growing as a podcast. And whenever you see a steady decline, you have to ask some questions. Why is this happening? And we asked some hard questions. Like, why is our podcast great? Why is it so good? And we realized it wasn't. And it was because we weren't utilizing our strengths. The truth of the matter is, is that I'm not a good interviewer. I'm not good at that platform, at that uh, format of a show. So why am I doing an interview show? What I am good at, where I have a lot of skills and experience, and what I've been doing most of my adult life is teaching. And that's kind of where we really realized we needed to have a lesson-based show, which is this show, The $100 MBA Show. So in a way, if we didn't have that failed podcast, we would have never came up with The $100 MBA Show. We wouldn't have come to the realization that we need to utilize our strengths in this way. So really to answer the question, how do we know it's time to let go of the podcast or stop it? Well, really, it's just tracking your results, looking at the metric that you're measuring success with. And for us, it was growth and we weren't growing and we really gave it a good shot. We gave it a good amount of time. We didn't give up in a week or two. We gave a good six months and realized we either need to pivot and use our time to something that will be successful or we'll keep on dumping more time on something that's just not growing. We realized it's not salvageable because the show wasn't brilliant. It wasn't different enough. It wasn't adding unique value to the podcast or the business space. Sometimes you need a failure to give you a reality check, to give you a gut check. And that's really what that first podcast did for us. So you got to ask yourself, what is the one goal you're trying to achieve with whatever project you're doing? Whether it's a podcast, a video show, a blog, a product, a business, whatever it is. What is the one metric that is success to you? Is it revenue? Is it growth? Is it speaking opportunities? Is it the growth of your email list? Get specific because that's the metric you're going to have to track. You got to track that metric to know if you're on the path to success, if you are getting better, if it is worth your time and money, because if it's not, you need to ask some hard questions. The same questions I had to ask when it was time to let go of our first podcast. Guys, I got more on today's topic, but before that, let me give love to today's sponsor, Sumo Me. Everybody knows to grow your audience, you need to grow your email list and grow your website traffic. Wouldn't it be awesome to have a tool that would help you do exactly that? Well, luckily, there's Sumo Me. I've been using Sumo Me for over two years now. I absolutely love it because it makes it easy for you to offer something to your audience in exchange for their email. It also helps you grow your traffic and analyze your traffic. You have some great apps within SumoMe. And that's the thing, SumoMe is a suite of apps in one. It works on any website and get this, you can have free access to SumoMe for life. Just go to this link, 100mba.net slash SumoMe. Again, that's 100mba.net slash SumoMe. So to wrap up today's Q&A question, Bill, we knew it was time to end the podcast because we were very, very focused on our results. We were tracking our results. We were tracking our goal. And we realized we're not getting closer. And in fact, we're going further away. We were not growing. We were declining. And despite our efforts, and even despite going daily, and despite trying new things in the show, 
It just wasn't working. And there's a concept you may be aware of. It's called the sunk cost fallacy. And it's the idea that I've put in so much time, I've put in so much money into something, I want to keep on persevering even though it's doing poorly, even though it's failing, because I've put in so much cost in there. I've, you know, it's I have all the sunk cost, so much invested. What you have to remember is, is that this is not that. The history of what you've done doesn't equal your future. Meaning just because you put all the money in time, if you don't see progress, you got to make changes. If you make changes and you still don't make progress, try some other changes. Still don't make progress. You got to realize that you got to cut your losses at some point. Even if it's not financial losses, time is valuable. Where you dedicate your attention is valuable. So keep that in mind. And I want to make sure I'm being clear here. I don't want you to think that I'm saying, you know, just quit every time things get hard or to quit prematurely. You should try every avenue, every way to improve. But if you don't see progress, you need to evaluate what you're doing. Guys, I hope that helps and I hope you enjoyed this Q&A weekend episode. Tomorrow we got another Q&A weekend episode Sunday. We have a question from Philip and Philip asks, how do I transition out of freelance work? Philip wants to transition out of being a freelancer to a business owner or product developer where he sells his own products and wants to be less reliant on client work. We'll get into that question tomorrow. So make sure you hit subscribe so you get it automatically. You'll wake up in the morning and you'll see it right on your device. That's what we do here on the show every single day, a new, fresh episode. All right, guys, that's it for me today. But before I go, I want to leave you with this. That was a tough time, making that decision to let go of the podcast because of the sunk costs that we put into it. Also because it's dear to you. You worked really hard on this thing and you really thought it was going to be successful. We always think it's going to be successful, right? Or we hope so. But one of the things I've learned as I've grown as an entrepreneur and I'm still growing is you can't have an emotional attachment with your work. You got to make some really clinical decisions sometimes to cut your losses and say, hey, this is not working. This is hurting me. And I need to move on. Sometimes you got to remove the emotion from the equation. All right, guys, I hope that helps. Hope to see you tomorrow. I'll see you then, guys. Take care.